0: Hello people, welcome to the When In Yorkshire podcast. My name is Lucio, happy new year to you all. I hope you've had a lovely start to 2020. This is episode 34 and features my conversation with Matt Appleton and Johnny Christmas who make up uh, two thirds of the brass section for scarpunk band Real Big Fish. Now I met Matt and Johnny at the O2 Academy in Leeds on their tour uh, which also had previous guests light year opening for them it was a great a great bill um, as we've chatting to other guests who whose music I've been listening to for you know coming up to two decades it's great to find out how a they got into music both writing and performing and um, but also, it's brilliant when they show that they've still got a genuine passion for music and for performing live. And I know that Real Big Fish have had multiple lineup changes, and these guys aren't the founding members as such, but they have done their fair stint in the band and have toured the globe a few times over which I'm certain is exhausting but they genuinely and I, hopefully it comes across in the conversation that they, they genuinely love performing and, and writing and recording and, and that's awesome to see that they've been going for so long and have still got that passion um, we do. We cover how the guys came to play their instruments, how they joined real big fish, and, and and kind of the the links that they have with other bands as well. And it was brilliant to get an insight into into that band, someone you know, a, a group that I've been listening to for so long. Um, they're a lot of fun to watch, and for anyone who hasn't seen them, they are coming back not only to the UK but to Yorkshire again, which is Ace um, as part of the Punkin' and stage at Slam Dunk Festival twenty twenty, which has got a ridiculous lineup. Um, it, it's already looking amazing. Um, make sure you get your tickets for that. As I say, yeah, it looks ace. Check it out um, on the on the Slam Dunk sites, all um, their social media, etc. Um, as always with my musical guests, I've added a few of my personal favourite tracks to the Wiy Podcast playlist on Spotify. So check that out if you're looking for some fun time, dancing music um, with I'd say slightly darker undertones than your standard ska punk band lyrics. Um, I think that's plenty of talking from me. I will let you listen to this episode. Enjoy episode thirty-four with Matt and Johnny of Real Big Fish.
1: I believe we toured with Lightyear what like a decade ago. Really? Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's it's, a, it's good to be back out.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So, um, a couple of things. I just kind of want to get an idea as to how you guys kind of got to to where you are now. Um, so, in terms of like your musical background and upbringing. What was your, your first, first musical memory, like, right the way back? So, like, for example, like, what you used to listen to in the car or, you know, background music that your parents sort of pushed on you, anything like that?
1: Yeah, uh, I'll I'll go first on this one. Um, so, we, my parents are both uh, school teachers, and they had... Uh, summers off and you know other vacations, all vacations at the same time as us kids did. So we did a lot of road tripping. Nice. So in the back of the minivan, uh, we were listening to a lot of uh, the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix uh, and uh, the Grateful Dead. Were like the, the three tapes that my dad always had in the cassette player, and um, and then my grandfather was a violinist and, and uh, taught uh, uh, university uh, violin. And so I remember watching him play, and then my my dad was an is an acoustic guitar player and plays like folk finger picking style, yeah, guitar, and would sit outside uh, my bedroom and my, my siblings' bedrooms at night and play guitar while we went to sleep. Right, nice. and uh, that's, that's that amazing. that was the, that was the very beginning. Um, yeah, yeah, nice. Up there,
0: can you top that? That's that's pretty
1: good. Uh, <laughs> top, uh, probably <laughs> not. Uh,
2: <laughs> I think that earliest memories that that i have there were two things my mom had a paul williams record yeah the the guy that wrote all this stuff for for the muppets um that i really really enjoyed listening to uh we would listen to that on the way to school and uh you know i'd pull the eight track the eight track off the floor and shove it into the car and uh that was really awesome and my brother had this herb albert record called rise nice that I remember f- falling in love with, and this was before I, I played trumpet, and uh, I just remember playing that record over and over and over, just that one song. Yeah, uh, and you know, you know, it was the beginning of the smooth jazz um, uh, revolution, shall we say? Uh, and uh, I really, really love that. And uh, I also had an uncle that played trumpet. And so from the very beginning in school when they – when I was like in fourth grade uh, and they went, uh, does anybody want to play an instrument in the after school music program? I'm like, yes, I want to play the trumpet. There was like no questions of what instrument. Like there was – it's that. That's what I want to do. And uh, it's been 30, 34 years
0: later and uh, I'm still doing it. Lovely, very nice, very nice. So, in, in terms of what got you to into um, live music and, and, and playing gigs, can you remember that the first gig that you saw?
1: Oh, the first gig I saw was Allison Krause and Union Station. Uh, yeah, fantastic, right? It was in 1988 yeah. on her um, her Two Highways tour. Two Highways—that was called Two Highways.
0: Yeah, Two Highways. Yeah, I can check that. That's, uh,
1: that's... But yeah, she was still, she was like 16 or 18 years old. She was still young, but already won a Grammy, you know. Anyway, that was my first gig I went to. And then my second gig I went to was a Beatles tribute band.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Excellent.
2: Uh, the first concert that I remember seeing was Johnny Cash at the Orange County St- State Fair and I talked to my dad about this recently and I went yeah you you took me to a Johnny Cash concert he's all no that wasn't Johnny Cash that was the Johnny Cash impersonator
0: (laughs) (laughs) how many years have you thought that was the actual Johnny Cash
2: Uh, for 30 years
0: for 30 years I
2: went yeah I've seen Johnny Cash nope Nope. I saw Johnny Cash impersonator
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, my my daughter has has the same thing. She's pretty sure she's seen uh, like Little Mix and people like that at, at Butlins. Just I can't tell her. I can't tell her that it was not them that they they weren't playing Butlins. Right, right, right. You like Holiday Park by the sea with loads of tribute acts, and you know the stage is smaller than this room. It definitely wasn't them. So right, right. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to tell her one day. Uh, so in terms of like you you guys playing live music, what what was it that you? that happens where you are just like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Uh,
1: I mean, I always wanted to do it from being a kid. You know, I, I always had, I, I was, I was in the school music program doing all the school music stuff. Um, but, uh, we, we had a, a talent show in what sixth grade or something like that. And so I put, to, put together a band of my friends, um, to play rock songs. You know? Yeah. Like we played, what do we play? We played a silver chair song. Excellent. Um, and a Green Day song, and I got to play saxophone and trombone on Silverchair's last record. Now, so that was pretty cool. To did you bring it around? Wow. Bring it around.
0: How did that happen?
1: Oh, I uh, I I used to work with a uh, uh, an English producer named Nick Lone, Right. and he's produced all their records. Yeah, Ex- yeah, all their records except for maybe he didn't do Diorama, but he did all the other ones. Okay, and so yeah, I was working for him already, uh, and they came through, and uh, yeah. Got to play on
0: Silverchair. Nice, record. that's amazing. Get myself
1: an Australian uh, an Aria Award. Uh, it was <laughs> right, cool.
2: right. I'm I'm thinking about that. And they were like teenagers when they did that first record. So right. you, you weren't that much younger than they were.
1: Maybe a year. Right, 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 right. Around right. my age. Yeah, they're right yeah. around my age. So yeah, they were when they had their first hit. They were 14. Wow, that's insane,
0: isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's absolutely. of John sounded like a grown-up. It was wild.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so Silverchair. <laughs> Playing a silver chair song at the talent show was uh, my first foray into playing live. And but honestly, I didn't do a whole lot of that uh, growing up. I had no? bands, but we didn't never we never had gigs. We just played <laughs> in the garage for fun. Yeah. And all my gigs were with my school jazz band, and then my high, my high school jazz band, and my university jazz band. Uh, and that was it. I never really meant to get into live music. I guess I okay. always wanted to, but yeah. I didn't see a clear path. So I didn't pursue it super hard.
0: So how did, how did it happen then?
1: Oh, I decided to be an audio engineer.
0: Right, okay.
1: So I studied audio engineering, ended up in studios, and then just started meeting people in bands from being in studios, and uh, um, started playing with Goldfinger because I was recording records with the singer for Goldfinger. Yeah. And then that led to being in Real Big Fish. Just accidentally... <laughs>
0: i guess you just you just live in someone's dream by accident
1: Uh, yeah i didn't mean to
2: (laughs) right you think you could plan all this out and have it work the way that you want it to and it doesn't work out that way no no matter how how much planning you do your life is going to lead you in some other strange direction yeah uh which can be wonderful i mean uh, me along with with matt you know i went to music school i uh played trumpet Starting in elementary school, played in junior high school in the bands, played yeah. in high school in the bands, went to college, university, and studied classical trumpet, studied uh, commercial music, and uh, it wasn't until I was out of college, that I left school and became disenchanted with it, and uh, that I started playing with another band with Aaron Barrett and uh, Derek it's called The Forces of Evil. Yeah. And that was my first foray into something that wasn't uh, classical or jazz or Latin music. Okay. And uh, I thought it was the best thing in the world. Uh, I mean, I've played so many gigs and playing ska gigs is the best thing in the world because the whole crowd is going crazy. Everybody's dancing and having a good time. Uh, You know, i played so many jazz gigs where everybody's sitting down and they clap very politely and <laughs> you know uh, but the shows that we do the crowds are just amazing and so uh, it, it spoiled me for the rest of my life and I I i am so happy uh, to be here doing this instead of um, playing uh, jazz for people that don't listen
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: for blue hairs for all the blue hairs
0: <laughs> yeah so in terms of like being with real big fish um i guess they real big fish kind of kicked off for me certainly along with less than jake um and people like that that the kind of the, the third wave scar movement and you know there was a lot going on in the uk when i discovered them which is probably i'm um, probably 98 99 yeah um, around then when when i sort of heard uh, favorite noise and, and, and stuff like that um in terms of the difference for Real Big Fish lyrics are a little darker than most uh, most sort of other ska bands I would say sure there's a bit more cynicism in there With but the music's just like you say you have to party to it it's it's party music so in um, in, in terms of like the the atmosphere that you guys create like how does that how, how strange is that to hear sort of quite dark lyrics coming back to you with such smiley faces because that's what I see in the crowd
1: Right. I, I, well, I think that's. I mean, you know, Aaron is the mostly the lyric writer around here. Uh, me and John have dabbled in it a little yeah. bit, but um, I, I guess the uh, the idea is that you've got these feelings that you got to get out, and um, and it's uh, it's kind of a neat way to do it by putting it to happy music, and yeah. and uh, kind of, uh, I don't know, it's th- therapeutic in a way. Uh, and we have that album Candy Coated Fury uh, and yeah. uh, that's that's yeah it's been Aaron's thing the whole way along I don't know how to explain it really ex- mm. ex- except for that it's just another way of dealing with f- f- being upset about things or feeling down you can wallow in it or get it out and have a good time getting it out yeah Yeah, make fun of it a little bit,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you you don't laugh, you're going to cry. So just kind of take it to that.
2: Right, right. I think that that's one of the the best things about Rubik Fish is that uh, coming here is all about having a good time, coming to a Rubik Fish show, and it it makes you laugh at yourself. It makes you laugh at being a human being. You know, we have all these feelings and all these situations that happen to all of us uh, that are all – similar everybody goes through yeah. these same things and it's just the philosophy uh of our band uh to take those things and and laugh at them because life is absurd
0: yeah <laughs> absolutely and it's got to the point where there's so many comedians now that have used to like have been around for years that used to write ridiculous things that now the stuff that's happening is more ridiculous than anything they've ever written before right, yeah, right. yeah so it's nice to have some people commenting on it right so in terms of um like the the experience in the band, how how have you guys found that in terms of kind of? Real Big Fish has had so many different members and stuff, and right. Like how is it to, to join a band? I guess that that already have that legacy. Uh,
2: oh, it's it's a privilege. It's a privilege to be here, and um, I think we all appreciate it now. You know, there's been so many people. Uh, this band started so early in in, in as age wise for for those yeah. guys, and uh, you know, eventually. You learn that some people aren't suited to do this job, aren't suited to live on the road. Yeah, totally you know, not for uh, everyone. Uh, you have to have some self-control <laughs> out here and, and be able to uh, moderate your vices, shall, shall we say. And, and a lot of people haven't been able to do that yeah, and, and or haven't been able to take care of themselves. And so they wind up leaving the band and, and, and or that their dreams change. Um, you know, a, a lot of people have gone on to have kids. I'm the only yeah. one in the band that has a, a child. I've got a six year old daughter and uh, I, I'm okay with doing this and being a, a father, Yeah, y- you know, and this, this has been my dream is to, to play in a band that makes great music that makes people happy.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So in terms of the, the writing process, you know, there's, there's so much that goes into, into a real big fish song. The, you know, styles change all over the place you've got some straight up scar some more sort of punky stuff and a lot of, a lot of reggae um, which is great to hear so i mean how much input do you guys get for for i guess the instrumental side of stuff
2: uh matt and i write a lot of the horn parts yeah um but aaron also will write horn parts as well he'll come up with ideas and go uh here play this and uh it'll it'll either work and and usually he's got a really great ear for writing horn parts. Um uh, he played trombone at one time. Right. And uh I think he's really great at it. Like the the of off the last record, the Walter's theme is all Aaron. He wrote that entire <laughs> tune. We didn't uh change a lick of that. The, the whole horn line is all Aaron and th- that's pretty wild that our singer-guitar player is the guy that writes these horn-featured instrumentals. Um, Yeah. It's a a wild thing. And it's a a great thing as well. Uh, But Matt and I um, will go away to Matt's house and and all the things that didn't have horn parts. We spent uh, several days a week uh, writing stuff and demoing stuff. And Matt's a wonderful engineer as well. So he recorded all this stuff and then sent them that to Aaron and uh, he would say, yes, that's awesome. Or no, let's change this. Yeah. And it's just, okay, well, we'll we're, we're, we're better at, I think, not holding on to things, not going, oh, this has to be this way. Yeah, nope, yeah. Uh, we're going to throw it out there. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, we'll change it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess you it's know, not, not being precious and just doing what's right for the Right,
1: when, and, and I feel like when you... St- st- when you are younger and you start working in music or start, start working on songs with people, you like every idea that you have is, is precious to yeah. you and, and people can get really hung up on their own ideas and not want to want, not want to, to give an inch. Mm. Right. Um, and, and I think everybody goes through that. Uh, and then you, but after years and years of coming up with parts, you know, making music <laughs> like it's, Pretty easy now, and pretty crucial for everybody's uh, uh, personal health to to come up with an idea, and if it's not the right one, to be humble enough to say, "All right, let's try something else," yeah, and then just keep right. cranking out ideas. Um, and so we're we're pretty good as a group, just uh, cranking out ideas. And Aaron's really good about giving us uh, flexibility in that. Like you know, he'll if uh, if it's not a song that, that me or John wrote, then it's then we get a demo from Aaron where it's just like one guitar part and him like mumble singing some lyrics maybe (laughs) and like a kick drum and a snare drum, not really a full, full drum beat. Excuse me. Um, so anyway, then we get together and we kind of get to do what we would naturally do on these things. And, and sometimes that gets changed and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but yeah, it's nice to have the, uh, uh, that, flexibility in the group where or where where Aaron trusts us to come up with our own parts you know excellent yeah and
0: and I guess have I mean certainly for for real big fishing for I must have seen you guys I don't know more more than 10 times definitely more than 10 times and uh kind of the the, uh, camaraderie and the like the friendship that you have on stage and stuff that that's a, a huge part of the show um like personality wise you guys bring a lot to it you know the music's obviously one of the main thing that people go for but in terms of the the difference between sitting at home listening to the record or going to the show is is you all or the way you guys all interact with each other and i guess how does that kind of develop over the years because that's that's gotta that's gotta change at some
1: point oh we're just with each other a lot and we're doing a lot of shows and yeah i mean it changes when when people come and go too but um we're all friends in real life, too. We like each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like we're getting up there and, like, yeah, yeah. faking anything. Yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Um, yeah, no,
2: nobody's going, oh, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, we really all yeah. love each other. We're, we're definitely all brothers. And and it, I'll say it again. It's a privilege to be with, with these guys and make this great music. So if, so if you're... Uh, uh, if you have the, the hindsight to sit down and appreciate it, um, I I think which which we all do, it makes it a, a much better experience to be out, uh, you know, on the road as much as we are yeah. w- w- with these guys. Um, you have to learn how to get along with people, uh, and living in a submarine <laughs> on wheels. <Yeah. laughs> you know, six to eight months out of the year, you, you have to uh, be flexible and give people their space. And I, I think we all get along really well. So it's 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 what you see on stage. Um, we're saving that up all day for, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the yeah. stage. We're not like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, except for on the stage because if we were like that all the time, we would wind up killing each other. Yeah,
0: yeah, someone would get hurt. Right. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> So in terms of what's coming up next, then what? Uh, what's anything that you can share? That's uh, that's exciting news.
1: No, <laughs> uh, well, well, more touring. Well, we're, we're we're here in we're here in the UK until yeah. November. Our last show is November twenty first. Yeah. Then we're playing a festival uh, with the Killers in the nineteen seventy five and Jimmy Eat World in nice. Fort Lauderdale on November twenty fifth. And then uh, then we head to Australia to do the Good Things Festival with, um, with Parkway Drive and uh, the Veronicas and the Bennys excited about, and Poppy. Uh, <laughs> stoked about Poppy. Um, and then we have a show in Honolulu on Wow! The, the middle of December. And then that's it for the year. And honestly, I don't know what's going on next year. We don't know yet. No, just wait for the More, call. more touring. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll be back over here sometime. Don't know when. But we always are. Yeah, yeah, you're here a lot. Yeah, right. yeah, we're here more than anywhere else except for a home, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. This,
2: this is definitely our, our home way from home.
1: Yeah. yeah, it feels
0: it feels right to be here.
2: <laughs> right, I was jonesing uh, before this tour to come back to England because uh, I missed it so.
0: Yeah, what's what's your favorite thing then? What's, what do you miss when you're not here? Oh, I'm big on but the food here. The weather, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we live in Cali-
1: Southern California, so it's sunny. And really dry, yeah. and so I actually do appreciate some rainy days, and my skin rehydrates here, which is nice. <laughs> so I know, I know it gets old for people that live here, but yeah, really when quick. when you live in a place where it's sunny all the time, too, and, and this this sounds shitty talking to people that live in yeah. a cloudy, rainy place to be like, oh, it sucks to have sunny days all the time, but yeah. like when things don't change it's a bummer right you know it's so oh,
2: oh no i like it sunny all the time yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like some variety in my weather right. so i like being here but i love the food here the, the quality of the food is way better than that than that in the states
0: yeah any any, any particular favorites indian food
1: oh, yeah the indian food yeah, yeah
0: and your deli ham
1: i've been talking about the deli ham for weeks okay <laughs> and i had a ham sandwich today and
0: i'm stoked excellent no, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with on the weather at all. Right. I, I, I spoke to um, uh, Dylan Slocum from uh, Spanish Love Songs, and uh, he's from California. Uh, and he, he came over about this time last year, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to be. Here. I got to buy a coat. I got to buy a <laughs> coat, and I'm fucking wearing it, and I'm not sweating. Yeah. I like, no, I'm not disagree. It, but, well, you
1: know, like in California right now, everything's on everything's super dry and on fire. Yeah. So, it's nice to be somewhere where things aren't on fire. Yeah, all right. And unless that. it's on purpose. You. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah. Well, we have just had bonfire night. So right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bonfire. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's. I saw
1: Paul McCartney post a video of his bonfire last night. Bonfire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was his bonfire day yesterday. Yeah, 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 5th of November. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Guy Fawkes' day, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's what it's about.
0: Yeah, bonfire. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yorkshire. Oh, right.
2: The 5th of November. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so
0: right. <laughs> that's yesterday. Guy Fawkes, originally from York. Just round the corner, yeah. Uh, yeah, tried to blow up some some parliament. There you <laughs> like, go. Right, quite a long time ago, and now it's celebrated by burning uh, like effigies of him because he didn't manage to blow up Parliament. And some people disagree with that, uh-huh. but uh, we get pretty fireworks and a massive fire. So that's that's, go. that's a nice thing. We <laughs> right? we get massive fires and fireworks. The fireworks are on purpose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sometimes they cause massive fires. <laughs> right.
0: that, that does happen. That does it, happen. It yeah, does yeah, happen, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much for your time, guys. Massively appreciated. Have a lovely time in Yorkshire and in the UK. And, uh, yeah, look. There for it is. Time. I hope you enjoyed oh, that. You Episode on, 34. Uh, it's great when I get to speak to people whose music I was introduced to as a teenager. Um it's got me listening to their older stuff again um, They've got a huge back catalogue And you don't always make the effort I guess to to actually go over And listen to everything again And it and it's brilliant, it's a bit of a nostalgia feeling But also the songs are genuinely great So I, I love going back over that And covering that again Um, Thanks very much for listening. If you've enjoyed this one, then the next few might also be of interest, so keep an eye out for these. Uh, In the meantime, you could also go back and listen to episode three with Chas Palmer-Williams of Lightyear, um, or episode seven, seven, I'm going to go with seven, uh, featuring Roger Lima of Less Than Jake. Um, So go check those out. Please do let other people know. Share it on your social media, etc. That'll be really appreciated. Um, I will leave you now. Thank you very much for joining me. Enjoy the rest of your day and good night.